In the following live session recording, Tabitha Farrell, state missionary with Georgia Baptist Women and Georgia Baptist Mission Board, talks about creating an environment where girls experience God. Summer camp experiences create perfect environments for girls to know God and explore His plan for their lives. The listener will discover ways to get girls involved in camp and hear stories of what God has done. Let's join Tabitha now. So as y'all know, Camp Pinnacle is Georgia's only missions-focused camp for girls. Y'all might be aware of this, but no other camp does what we do and focuses so hard on missions and creating environments where girls can experience a different culture and pray for them and learn about the missionaries. So like this is our niche, like this is what we do that sets us apart from any other camp. And this is what I'm really proud of, like this is who we are. So if we're going to talk it up, this is what we start with, it's mission focus. Like your kid gets to learn about other cultures and what the people are like and how they're different and how the Lord loves every single one of them and made every single one of them and wants them to know Him. So we're about teaching girls about Jesus, His Word, and His heart for the nations. And y'all know that we do that in a variety of ways through our culture time, through Mission Commission, through our, um, even in our captivities, we're going to bring it back to Jesus and have a devotional in there. Um, or just want to talk about Him all the time, just like in Deuteronomy, like we already talked about. When you're sitting at home, when you're um, doing your business, when you're walking around, um, talk about God's Word. You'll also know the summer was Deaf Peoples. There's Megan. Woohoo! <laughs> and some cute campers. That girl right there with the short hair, that's Caitlin who got saved last summer from Monticello Baptist Church. She came back again this summer, but I hadn't heard like how this summer did, but she's been several years, I think. And I want us to all watch this uh, promo video because this is something that you can share. Like I can send you this link and you can like email the people, you can text the people. If you have like a family friend or like a relative or if you want to get your church to play this in your church um, on a Sunday morning and say a little something something about camp, this is so quick and it's good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, they want the camper. We're going to 
Okay, so last summer I got a couple of takeaways from girls. Um, so these are from campers. I should be a follower, not a faker. I should be involved with missions. I need to share God with my mother. I will be more like Jesus and less like myself. So just some of the takeaways from them. Here are a couple more. This is a girl, uh, actually both of these people are from First Post Jonesboro. So Shireen is a leader and a mom here, Gigi's mom. She said that one of our actions said it was truly a blessing because God restored her view on friendship because she didn't have a favorable one as she transitioned to high school. And then Emily, who's from here, said that it's meaningful to attend a camp for girls with a similar focus. Most of all the girls were there to focus on Christ and going deeper in their relationship with Him. It was comforting to be able to get real with one another and not worry about judgments from others or deal with the drama of girls trying to impress boys. Mm -hmm. And that's my second favorite thing about Camp Pinnacle. First, missions, and second, that it's girls only. And I've told so many parents, like, I, and I think I said this on almost every single Friday when I was addressing the parents before they went to pick up their kids, like, the, I used Wednesday night dance party as an example because those girls are fully uninhibited. Like, they are just living their best lives. And they are not going to be, they're not going to have that kind of experience if there are boys around. Like, I'm just convinced that we act different when boys are around and vice versa. Like, we just kind of show out, I think, or they show out. And you're thinking about a lot more than you really worry about thinking about. So, to me, it's just really unique and special that we're, we're not co-ed. Plus, I could so get on the soapbox about this, but <laughs> everything they do is, is co-ed. They're co-ed school, they're co-ed Bible study at church, they're co-ed youth mission trips and choir, and it's like so many things that we do. Right, it's co-ed. So I'm like, let's split them up a little bit. Let's calm down a little bit. No phones. No phones. Yeah, it's yeah. so crazy because when Gigi um, went to Boston during course time, that's, uh -huh. that's exactly what we are talking about. Her transition to high school and like making oh, yeah. friendships. That's just so, yeah, cool. Yeah. So she, I think this is her, she's in seventh grade or about to be in seventh grade. Yeah, by the seventh grade. So she is still, like her mom said, Sharina's her mom. She's still like gung ho about being a cabinet. Like she's hard, she's been coming for however many years. Mm -hmm. and she's like, Vision, a vision for me. That we push to send the girls yearly because it keeps up with the vision and exposure of the importance of women called to missions. It also keeps them in the mind of what we do all year at GAs and Act Team, so it really uh, undergirds what they're already learning about missions throughout the year. We encourage them to meet other GAs from other churches as well that attend camp. Not to mention, they love it. It gives them a full week to bask in the endless possibilities of missions and outreach and hearing from God what part they may play in His will for their lives. And then another GA leader, Laura, who was a volunteer for us this week and last year, or this summer and last summer, I've seen, I asked the church leaders, like, what kind of impact have you seen in your campers and in their families and your church? And so this was her response. I've seen spiritual growth in each girl. I've had some make public professions of faith. Some have started personal quiet times at home. I've had parents and guardians begin attending church more often. And the girls have more boldness and courage to talk about Jesus with their friends and invite their friends to church. 
is developing our girls into future leaders for our church and also raising up missionaries. Mm -hmm. cool. He's really cool, man. And then a couple of parents have said, additional parents, uh, that Camp Pinnacle gave her a heart and perspective for others. It's increased her interest in missions, and she's learned that missions is taking place where we live. Mm -hmm. So it's not just about a foreign place. Mm -hmm. This was uh, from last summer when we focused on Carson. Mm -hmm. um, it's right around the corner. We can do missions right in our neighborhood. Da da da! <laughs> I didn't have a picture of the 3D. Oh. Okay, so now I'm going to come sit and let y'all go in the order that you want. Oh, man. <laughs> Let's go, Megan. <laughs> okay. I wrote it down because I'm not too good at that. Okay, here. So, Pat texted us some questions. Basically, just asking them. You know, it's a basic discussion question. So, let's see which one I want to get to. Okay, so the first one was, how did you hear about camp? What brought you here? So I was a camper before I came here for previous years. My first year was 2009, which is where the play Fear the Potter. And I still have the t shirt. It's a really bright pink yes. oversized. You know, it's my first year. And I absolutely loved it. I remember when we came home, um, I was only singing camp songs. I think my mom was upset. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, no, we have to sing it. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, I, what I loved about camp um, was that we had different um, camp activities, you know, we had pottery, archery, all the good stuff. I never did kayaking, but I didn't like it. Uh, I'm not a big hiker, so I avoided that. I did it once this summer, though. So. This summer was your first time? Doing the hiking? Yeah, it was required. How did you get Well, I did it in 2009, and then... Yeah, that was a required for years on it. Yeah, no, it was Yeah, because yeah, I, I didn't go back until Mozambique, and then by then it was already. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> um. Oh yeah, so we have to um focus on missions and reaching out people, and also we had um we have really good um cabin leaders who just led by example, and it's godly women who have walked in your shoes, and it's just crazy how. I could be going through something and I have a completely a completely different background than somebody else. So yet in that week somehow God just put it perfectly and they could relate to what I was going through and they had so much wisdom for me. Um, so that's kind of the reason why I applied for camp was just because I wanted to be one of those leaders that poured into me. You know, to be given the chance, the opportunity, the blessing to pour into them and just be able to relate and see where their head is at and just give them an example because a lot of girls don't have godly women in their life that they can you know, look up to. Um, and I mean, I had applied for media specialist <laughs> at first and then God showed the door on that one and then a week before staff training started, Tad gave me a call. She was like, hey, do you want an interview? And I was like, okay. So I got hired the Monday before and then I do all my training that week before. And <laughs> my mom was like, so are you going to do it? You're not going to do it? Because I had other like, circumstances going on that would kind of hinder me from going. But it was just like a push that I felt, that I felt from the Lord. It was also like a sense of peace. It was pushing me and giving me peace. And I was like, I told my mom, I was like, I just can't say no. Like, I don't know what it is. 
I'm not usually a yes person, but I was like, I can't say a couple things that God taught me as a camper and a staffer, um, my first one would be definitely that my identity is solely in Christ, it's not anything else, um, it's not how I would Physically, you know, um, when I shared my testimony, my testimony during Kamami, that's kind of what it's around about, which is my identity. And I'm just so thankful that I went to camp the summer that I did go to camp. So it just really set a foundation for the rest of my life. And, like, my identity is found in him and through him. There's not anything that I could do. It's not, you know, my, like I said, my parents. That was no, I think that helps a lot when you're growing up and you have a, a lot of, like, identity issues. And as girls were like, who am I, you know? I want to look like her, but I kind of look like this one, and it's just a lot going on, but that's um, provided a really solid foundation. Um, something that I learned this year was um, a concept of being in, intentional, and that really helped me. My goal this summer was to just be more intentional with my campers and um, to relate everything back to Christ, because that's what we're there for, and that's what we're trying to bring um, and that also something that the Lord spoke to my heart this summer was that there's just such a need for young ladies to um, gather and have Christ-centered conversations in a, a place that they think just deepers. You know? And in my church, we used to have it, and I would I would teach the class, and then but now we um, we switch it around, so now we have youth group on Wednesdays, so we don't have that like space for girls anymore. And but my goal. So that Lord is really quick, I my heart is that we kind of, even if we can't meet on Wednesdays, but at least like once a month, you know, because the girls do meet and they're going to that time they're just really vulnerable. And they're going through a lot even though they're very young, so. Okay, um, <laughs> okay so the next one was uh, the impact of my relationship with <coughs> Jesus slash how I see the world. So I'm just going to kind of, okay. Um, I realized this summer that my that my relationship with Jesus is not as personal as I thought it was. Um, because we had a scheduled Jesus and me time, it kind of um, during staff training and while we were in session, it really like forced me to actually take the time out of my day and just become more vulnerable and actually study His Word and pray more and just spend that like quality time with Him. Um, having that jam time really just allowed me to see uh, those things around me, around like, it allowed me to see things in a different perspective because I was more in tune um, with God and what He wanted for my life. And it made me realize that I am more than just Megan, like I'm a vessel for Christ. And I'm here to tell others about Him and to show His love throughout everything that I do. I'm definitely more intentional now on how like, I care of myself and the things that I say. Because everything that I do, I don't want it to be, oh, Megan did this. I want it to be like Christ through Megan did that. You know, everything I do, I want it to be him working through me and just him being the overall brother. Um, okay, so what keeps you coming back to camp? Uh, I said that I have truly experienced God and I can take this certain term after I leave camp. Um, I also enjoyed helping the campers um, experience him and just encourage them during the week. I just I really love to encourage people and just and it was absolutely awesome. Um, I have also loved getting UCP sisters. Mm -hmm. um, they're awesome. They are godly women. They encourage you, they pray for you, but they also hold you accountable. <laughs> and they're really quick to do that, so that's awesome. <laughs> and um, and also camp is just really fun. Just being able to um, 
no offense, you from home, that was fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you like, you know, in a new environment and just like unplug yourself, you know, and you're just completely, I mean, that training at first was kind of hard because didn't have my phone. I was like totally my thumb. But I see why we did it and it's like I wouldn't really have it in any other way. It just gives you time to just fully focus on what you're there to do and just be more re receptive of the girls that are, uh, the young ladies who are around you and the material that is being presented. So, mm -hmm.
firmly stand in my faith and be able to walk confidently knowing that Jesus had me and I was His and that I couldn't do anything to take myself away. Um, and so then, a couple years later, I came back for the summer after my 8th grade year and we were learning about a country called Mozambique. And that, at the, during that week, we were able to learn about the Nukwe people, we were able to wear capigolanos, we got to experience a bunch of different parts about the culture. We had a culture meal, and we sat on mats in the gym because it was raining, and where there was like green beans, some cantaloupe, um, a roasted chicken, and like this meal was so good that I wrote a college paper about it. Like, I'm, <laughs> like, like I wrote a three-page college paper about this chicken because it, it was, was right here. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Yeah, but it hit rain. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was so sad. Oh, I was in our gym. That summer, that was the summer I wasn't there. Oh. That's so sad. Anyway, it's okay. Anyway. Oh. Like, this was the best meal I ever had. And I kept on learning things about this culture, and I was like, I love these people. I love their language. I love their culture. I love the way that they dress. I love, I'm beginning to become passionate about these people. And so, um, I really, like, on Thursday, I like sat down during my jam time because it was team week and I was really cool. And so I hung up my hammock because team week you can do that. And so I hung up my hammock and it took me 20 minutes to put it up. And so I only had like 10 minutes. But during those 10 minutes, like I just sat there in my jam time. I was like, Lord, like you're t you're trying to say something to me. I just need to I need to clear what I'm thinking about school. I need to clear what I'm thinking about going to high school. I need to clear these other things from my head. And like I just need to hear what you have to say. And it was that summer that he said, Emma, like. One day you're going to be on the mission field. He said, um, you, will be, you will be a goer. You will be somebody who, uh, starting now, your job is to go and love people. Um, and you aren't supposed to just love people. You're supposed to care for not only, this is my favorite quote, not only for their um, physical sufferings, but also their eternal sufferings. As Christians, like, our job, yes, is to, hear all, to um, help with all human suffering, but our main goal is to help with the eternal suffering that's coming in the future. And so um, that summer I really just grasped the whole bit. I was supposed to go to the nations and I wasn't supposed to go yet because by golly, 14 year old Emma was not ready. Even now Emma, like she's not ready. But she, but like I'm trying every day. I'm learning more and more about Jesus. I'm trying to um, give him the pen of my life. And this past year he's put up a lot of opportunities for me to give him the pen. And um, I give it to him and then I'm like, well let me take that back. He's like, no, I, I got it. Like, I'm consistent, I'm faithful, and um, being on staff it has just been an incredible opportunity to see how um, how God works not only for you when you're a camper, but as a staffer. Um, my first summer we had a really a hard week. Like we, my co and I were like, it was just a hard week. And um, so during free time one day, I was like really discouraged. I was sitting by the lake trying to make sure the gaga ball didn't go into the lake. And so I was like in holy position. And I was just, I was down. And one of my CP sisters came up and she was like, hey, like, I just want to tell you a story. And I was like, what? And she was like, I was over there playing with some of your campers. Like I walked up and I asked them what they were doing. And she said, oh, I'm playing missionary. And, um, whew, whew. Um, and so my, my staffer was like, well, what, what's a missionary? And so my camper, who was only finished fourth grade, like she told, she told my camp staffer everything about what being a missionary was. Kiana asked a question. She was like, well, what, what's, what's the good news you're trying to tell me? And this girl like told her about Jesus. And it was so cool to see her um, ask if she needed any food. Like, 
It asks if she needed clothes, but also asks, like, hey, do you have a church? Like, this fourth grader was asking this camp counselor, role-playing, how to be a missionary? And that was, like, the most uplifting thing to me, because even though it was a difficult week, like, seeds were planted, and, like, they grew in that moment. So that was probably my favorite type of memory. But, yeah. Woo! <laughs> We brought our first group of girls that year, um, and then we kept going. So at first it was a mini week, and so that mini week, I remember there was it was only like two days, and I really wanted to go on the hike so bad. And they told me they were showing us like this is where they go go on the hike. They go on this way. I think they were showing us past us or something. And I said I really want to go, and they were like, sorry, it's coming to the full week to go on the hike. And I was like, mom, we're going to the full week next year. Like, you cheated me on this one. I gotta go to the full week. And so I remember I still wanted to go every single year. Um, but it was it was something that I remember looking up to these cabin leaders who were in my cabin and seeing how I wanted to be when I got older. Uh, seeing that I wanted to be a godly young woman who would spread God's word wherever I went. Um, somebody who was a role model in other girls' lives. Um, but also somebody who people could come to for, for anything. Somebody that um, gave godly advice, but only always pointed them back to Jesus. And so that was something I really wanted to do. Um, so every single year from that year on, I was like, Mom, I'm going to be a camp, uh, camp counselor one day. I'm going to be a cabin leader. And I remember um, there were even a couple girls that we were campers together. And I would always talk with them and we would say, we're going to be cabin leaders one day. We're going to be cabin leaders together one day. And that did happen for a couple of them. Um, me and Claire Sidier, if anybody knows Claire Sidier, we were going to be cabin leaders together one day. And we were. Um, so that was cool that we met maybe in 7th or 8th grade and then we were cabin leaders together when we were in college. Uh, every single year, because school for me was the hardest, um, I didn't have the best time with friends in middle and high school. It was something that was really rough for me because my school, I was with the same 30 kids from middle school on to high school, and they were really mean. Um, so I didn't have many friends, but when I went to camp every single summer, I knew that I'd be surrounded by godly people, godly community. And so it wasn't until I was 15 years old that I realized that I needed to build a relationship with Christ because I wasn't doing anything to seek Him every single day. I wasn't doing anything to um, to read His Word and to pray to Him and to do stuff to to get to know Him more. It was more of a, you know, I was just, I knew so much about Him, but I didn't know Him. Know him. So growing in that relationship with Him happened when I was, once I was 15 years old and then started just growing every single day because I realized that's what I needed to do. Um, my heart just grew for missions as well and for um, to see these young girls to accept Christ and to see them fall in love with the same Jesus that I fell in love with when I was 15. Um, and so every single year camp was a home for me from when I was a young girl until I, till now. Still. And this was my 15th summer camp. I was a, a camper for 11 years and then a sapper for four. Um, and so 
not only do those godly relationships happen at camp, but when girls get to come that have not much structure at home, when they don't have that support system at home, and when they see cabin leaders that pour into them, and other girls that love on them, no matter who they are, no matter where they're from, but then they see the love of Jesus that pours out of these cabin leaders, then they want to know Jesus, because they see somebody that cares for them, and then they see their creator, they hear about their creator, and then they hear, I want that too, because that's exactly why they were created, was to have that relationship with Christ. So, just incredible how camp just works that all together, and so, um, even this year, being a unit leader, just seeing everything from afar, but also seeing it up close whenever I get to um, talk to my cabins every night and get to be involved in how did Bible study go today, you know, how are your girls doing, what can I do to help you guys out this week, helping out in, in the difficult situations and in the, you know, in, even in just the logistics of camp. It just all works together. No matter what role that you're playing, whether you're a staffer, whether you're a camp, whether you're a sports staffer, um, or you're an LT, it all works together for the glory of God. Mm-hmm. And just, it's just wonderful to see, and it's always been a home for me. Mm-hmm. And it always will be a home. And I'm convinced that Ed one day is going to let me have my wedding there one day. to meet future cabin mates and cabin leaders. So usually there's a bunch of staff involved, 
So then parents get to see face to face people who actually work at camp and they recognize they're not weirdos, although they are a little weird sometimes. <laughs> camp people are a unique breed. <laughs> uh, a couple ways, like I just wanted to talk through a few ways that you could. Um, also, back to promoting camp, there's a couple of places on the website that you can, well, for one, all the dates are on the website. There are some printouts that you can have that have the dates as well just on one page. And then I can also mail you some promo cards that have the dates and the rates on them. Um, there are several ways that you can promote at your church. So fundraising was another thing we were going to talk about. Hostess Spaghetti Luncheon. This is a group from Gibbs Memorial Baptist Church. And this is Laura Sidwell's church. Cuties have dessert. Um, table, but this is one way that they, they just sold tickets and the proceeds went to the girls' registration fees. Mm -hmm. Some other ways, and I'd love for y'all to give me some other ideas if you have them. Um, Laura has had a bake sale. They've done a walk-a-thon. Uh, I spelled school wrong, sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> school! <laughs> so, some... Um, a couple of parents, like the leaders that I asked, um, they have had Sunday school sponsored girls, a women on mission or WMU group has sponsored a girl or two. Um, several leaders that I talked to, they just put it in their church budget. Like they just talked to their church and this is Monticello Baptist, this is Laura's church, this is uh, some marriage side for Seth Jonesboro. Um, they just have it in their budget to send girls from camp. Like that's the type of I think that's fascinating. Like, that's so awesome. Um, are there some other things that you can think of that would be a good way to raise money for girls? You see a lot of those girls, like Girl Scouts, or not Girl Scouts, um, band kids selling like cookie dough mm -hmm. and chocolate candy bars. <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. Um, I know that, like, here, uh, she does like a painting class. Oh, cool! Like the last week of every month, and so it's like it's twenty dollars, and it buys you know your supplies, and also some money goes to her. But I was thinking that would be something really cool, like you know, like a fundraiser activity for them. You know, it's like you know, it's just twenty dollars for a ticket. You know, mm -hmm. that buys the you know, the supplies and stuff, but it also helps with like proceeds. Yeah, that would be cool. mm -hmm. like an arts and crafts. I thought it was really cool whenever they got to design their own t-shirts mm -hmm. and then they sold t-shirts um, or you sold t-shirts based off the designs or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's cool um, t-shirt sales also for mission trips. I hear a lot of, a lot of girls mm -hmm. do that or a lot of girls and guys that go on mission trips to do that for camp. If you create like a, a theme, maybe a mountain theme of like mountain calling when I must go or something that's, you know, a Bible verse. Yeah. yeah. Do with mountains, something like that. Something that draws everybody in, not just right. uh, camp-centered people, but then it gets yeah. them interested in the camp. And then girls get to raise money up for that as well. There's a lot of t-shirt sites, especially mission trip t-shirt sites, that yeah. give you a lot of yeah. proceeds based off of that. Yeah. And even we could be involved with that in the sense of um, we do that, do advertising, and then all the funds set aside go towards right. campus tuition. Yeah. Like as a staff, we could. I'd wear it every day. <laughs> if, you put it, if you put it on Instagram and you do a sign me up and it's cute and it's comfort colors, yeah. you're going to have 60 plus t-shirts. 
in my town, you have 50 plus t-shirts. Comfort <laughs> colors. And Ooh, so, like you get like $10. I think when you sell a t-shirt, company gets $10, you get $10. So if you sell them for 20 like, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so if we just did a really good design, like, because there's a lot, like, Pinterest, I guess Pinterest will pull it. But, like, you, that would be, camp, song, shirts. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay. I'm like, saying, or camp song yeah. onto a shirt. Oh. You merch. You have merch. merch. I'm thinking like a daisy and a daisy on my toe, like an actual yeah. design of like maybe a mansion or somebody that we know is pretty artistic. Mm -hmm. Um, or just something generic like that. Mm -hmm. There was one t-shirt that I bought and it was a truck and there were all these wildflowers in it and it said something. Okay. You hyped it up. Where are we <laughs> going? Where are we 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 going? Where we did, for our Panama Mission trip last spring, the youth group did a talent show, basically. So they put on a concert because there were a whole bunch of musical people at my church, especially the youth group. So they were they sold tickets to the concert, and then all those proceeds went to the Panama Mission trip. So that's another thing. So whatever, I like that you said the painting party, because mm -hmm. like whatever your talent is, you can sell that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. you know, um, in a good way. Uh, give to the Camp Pinnacle Scholarship Fund and help send a camper to Camp Pinnacle this summer. So it might be that um, you know someone who maybe doesn't have a kid in their life, but they're really um, bought into the, the all that Camp Pinnacle is. You can encourage them to give to the scholarship fund to help a kid go who can't otherwise go. So. End of slideshow. All right. very official and like I had to fill out forms. You don't have to fill out a form, but I would like to know about it. Okay. <laughs> and I'll help you. Like I can send you outlines yeah. of stuff that we've done. I can I'll send you a list. It'd probably be at my yeah. house. Yeah. Um, so I'm just think it'd be cool like invite neighbors or invite yeah. people over to your house because it's be casual. Yeah. You could make some cupcakes or not offer anything. For the 70th birthday party, we, uh, Lauren, uh, association through a birthday party for Camp Pinnacle and uh, Monticello Baptist did this too. I go to Monticello every year and they had cupcakes and punch and stuff and that's where I got that banner because the GA leader made that Camp Pinnacle that's banner so and it was just like uh, at Lawrence they had an actual birthday cake, happy birthday Pinnacle, like it was so cool. So we can do that again on the 75th but I, mean, I just think like it's a well kept secret but we're not trying to keep it secret. I just don't know how else to get the word out. And we promote to all the churches, but I really think people like you all who have gone and been campers and or staffers or parents, as you tell other people about it, I think it's word of mouth is a huge way. Like if we could challenge every staffer, like we did that one summer, like you can get $50 if you 
Remember that summer we tried to get a staffer to bring girls and they got a bonus to Kylie, them? Kylie Melia got a bonus. Yeah, because she brought so many new girls that came yeah. had to be somebody who had never been before. Mm-hmm. I think also, I wonder like if we did, because I know that, um, like, I feel like the, like, girl, this sounds bad, but like, girl flow has been, like, consistent, but like, we're, we're missing a few staffers. Like, I wonder if we did, like, a pinnacle party, like, with different BCMs or like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Like if, because if I, if you walk into a college campus and say, hey, I have cupcakes, if you sit and listen, somebody's gonna sit and listen. Well, no, mm-hmm. I'd sit. Oh, no. So, um, <laughs> like, but that, I was just thinking about that, like at GDC or like, I'm starting to get plugged in at UGA. Like, I think it'd be very cool to approach their BCM and be like, hey, one night, can we use your space, have cupcakes, and just tell people, what if it's a college campus, we definitely do coffee. Yeah, yeah. coffee and cupcakes. Uh, what about coffee, coffee cupcakes, camp? Yep. Yeah. My, my favorite, well, I guess I have four favorite C's, but mine are coffee, chapstick, and, and, chapstick. and chocolate. And not coconut. No, <laughs> you better go. No, 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 no. You're my secret sister. Right. <laughs> but I have coconut. What about confluence? Could we do something with confluence? Because everyone is there. Mm-hmm. As that's a good word because this summer, I mean, this past year was the first time I've been there mm-hmm. in years. And but I, you know, we have representatives and we've done tables and stuff. But like, I was physically there, and that was pretty cool. So I like that. But I want I could probably talk to Clarissa and see about getting a room. Yeah. And doing a little party or something like mm-hmm. after. And we, we could advertise something. I know some. I know stuff like you know where it's hard to find the room and hard to find you know, and then you end up having only a couple that show up. Doing some sort of incentive, something for or not incentive, but you know, if you come in here, hear about summer missions opportunities here, uh, because I know when a lot of them hear about camp, they don't hear about it until they get there and they see it on paper and they're like, oh, I wonder what that is. Mm-hmm. So maybe finding a way to advertise that influence. Maybe finding a way, I don't know, or some sort of incentive for coming. Like maybe I've missed the opportunity to, well, it's not, it's not too late to apply for something now. I think so it starts. Right. <clears throat> at the end of September. But, because um, see, they could still go through seminar now for consultants, right? Did y'all do take some from seminar now or do you? Yeah, yeah. I'd take girls from I thought so. But I was trying to think how you could do. Emily, Amy. Just a way to advertise what campus, like maybe even a camp promo video, mm-hmm. something. I was thinking maybe even at Confluence, I don't know if they show ads, <laughs> you know, while the students are coming in and sitting down, if they ever showed a slide for Camp Pinnacle. I know they show like numbers and stuff like that of recent years for Semi Now. Mm-hmm. So if we showed something about Camp Pinnacle, it would pique their interest. Mm-hmm. Maybe they'd come to this and we have the event. Things may have changed when I first came on board. They didn't want us to promote on the college campuses until Simming now was closed. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. the They didn't want the competition of right. getting people away from Simming now. Yeah. Even but, though Camp Pinnacle was one of the But that might be different now. I think it's worth asking, Tabitha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I wonder about special invitation. Like, if you know you're special, like if you were to, I don't I'm just kind of brainstorming, but like if there's a special invitation event, mm-hmm. And we were thinking about people that we thought would be really good for this by special invitation. You've been invited to attend mm-hmm. such and such. Yeah. And really be selective, like be praying about it. Who do you know that would be a great staffer that's growing in their walk with the Lord that would be good? Mm-hmm. And do a special yeah. invite. 
to talk about that, where it's not just open to everybody, but a special invite. I like that. We could ask campus, or we could ask um, campus ministers to who would you think would make a good staff or for Camp Pinnacle? Who do you think is a good leader to young girls, or has missions for younger girls on their heart? Yeah. Especially as older girls, older women, you know, mentor younger women. That's you know what we really are about. Who do you think is on your heart for this? We want to give them a special invitation to check out Camp Pinnacle. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, that's a lot. I think I'm going to meet with the staffer, I mean, the spouses, spouses of campus ministers. We're going to have a meeting um, that, that comes up this year. And so I'm going to make a point to see if each one of them will take home a brochure and in their church try to encourage people. Because if, some, if every person would take an initiative in their church, and if there's 15 or 20 women, you know. I just think that might be a good, whether they have children's camp or whatever, to be able to try to promote it. And really, if every staffer had one girl come, like if every staffer brought one, it's not y'all's responsibility, yeah. I'm just thinking about math. Mm -hmm. Like we were, what, the year before last, about 40 short of totally breaking even mm -hmm. on camp. All we did were 40 more campers mm -hmm. to totally break even. That's, that's not like 4,000. It's 40 people. Mm -hmm. But it's just people being intentional about asking people to go to camp mm -hmm. or inviting them to come. I was going to ask you as a parent, what what do you think the hesitancy is? Too many choices or? Um, sometimes it's too many choices. Um, sometimes it, 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 yeah. I think most of the time it is too many choices. You have, okay, you have this option, you have this option, or you're going to send your kids to grandparents for the summer, you know, because you can't have them because you work, right. you know, and I was, as you guys were talking, I was thinking, hey, we didn't get any promotion in our church, you know, we just knew, and then when, I think Tabitha contacted me because she was trying to contact Megan, it's when I realized, oh, this is Camp Pinnacle time, we didn't get anything. I'm thinking we need that. You know, now we have Megan. She can promote it in the church. But there are so many other churches that don't get that promotion in the time mm -hmm. to start saving money to start. And you really need to get it in September. Yeah. Yeah. And then you need to get it several Again. other times. Yeah. Get it to the right person. We, we just remember Camp Pinnacle when summer is about to start. You know, when they're that's when we oh Camp Pinnacle. But if we start promoting it in September, right. intentionally, then people can start saving money, and they can do all types of, you know, fundraisers, whatever. But moms get prepared because it's not easy to say, okay, here you're $260, but I can't. Right. You know, when you have other kids and you have other things to do. Right. But if you prepare in time, you can do fundraisers, not, and then help not only your daughter, but others. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, to me, promotion is the number one key. What's the, what are the three top ways to communicate with the parent or with the church? With, in our church, we, like for example, for our women conferences and things like that, we get a, what is it, legal poster, mm -hmm. legal size poster with all the information and then we get several of those and then we put them up in several places and then we promote it during the Sunday school class. 
you know, the women that are discussing this moms are the ones who are actually make decisions. That will only give the money. But we are the ones who actually say, oh yeah, I want to send my kid. You know, I want to send my daughter. So, yeah. <laughs> so, so I will say poster, kind of like the missions giving that we do for Andy or Lottie. Exactly. Or, okay. Believe it or not, that works. That works because that's, and then we, if you have, Electronically, you know, you can send it, and then we can put it up in our in our slideshow, um, you know, for before the service. That's something we can do as well. And then people start thinking about it. And now Megan, she can go and, and make a special announcement and and have mm -hmm. pictures, you know, show pictures and talk about her testimony. And I know because that she went and 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 how she has changed. I mean, how God has changed life. Other moms are going to see that and they're going to say, I want that for my daughter. I want to go. So word of mouth and, and printed promotion, believe it or not, is still work, at least in our church. Mm -hmm. I think that's true in a lot of churches. Yeah. Yeah. I also like our uh, Christmas song. I feel like every, like when I like put that on mine, like people were like, oh, that's so cute. I was like, yeah, can I tell you more about camp? Like, um, our little song that you help us write, Katie, that was fire. Yeah. Um, she was, 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 she was